Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Horror on the Orient Express, and this is episode 84. I'm your game master, and Jeff Wilkins will be giving the recap. So, we're getting closer to the end of this story. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Tom. Our last episode, we started off with learning that Count Debussy was murdered, has murdered Groening. The train is delayed because the police are investigating the murder. As if that were not enough, Frank is looking out onto the platform and Frank sees a ghost. It appears to be Johann Winkelmann. It seems he's an angry spirit who's mad at us because we delivered the medallion and he didn't. Aldrich is still not acting right. At one point, he steps out onto the platform in the freezing cold, and he's out there with no shoes on and a t-shirt. Eventually, the train gets moving again, and Eldritch gets back on board. We're a few hours behind schedule. We're trying to make up time by shortening the time stopped at each uh, train stop. Eldritch is also complaining on the train that the cabin is extra warm, although we're all very comfortable. We had in the past agreed to try and sit tight to be on the guard until we get to our destination in London. But again, Eldritch is acting a little strange. He wants to wander off on his own, and he's asking a lot of strange questions. He's either really paranoid or he's under some sort of influence again. Eldritch wants to head off on his own, but allows Dr. Keith to follow him, and they have a private conversation back on the, I believe it's the caboose of the train, outside. Dr. Dawkins and Frank are suspicious, and they're trying to listen in, but they're not catching much. We continue to have the same discussions and trying to figure out who Makriat is, but yet again, we find ourselves talking in circles, and at the end, we find ourselves still not having enough information to make a good decision. Eldritch returns, and he has agreed that he should not let one another let one another out of our sights. Uh, if one of us is Makriat, then if he were about to attack one of us, then the other two would be on hand to help. We find ourselves entering the Alps, the train has started a slow ascent and around a long curve. Dr. Keith happens to glance out the window and she sees some, someone climb out the window, get on top of the roof and head towards the front of the train. Just then she sees four more people do the same thing. They're climbing over the coal car and they're now at the front engine. Just then we see a body tossed out onto the rocks and the train locomotive starts to get a strange blue glow around it. And suddenly the train lurches and we sped up considerably. Dr. Keith manages to speak with several of the stewards on the train and suggests that the terrorists have taken over the train and encourage them to fetch some firearms. Eldridge is in action mode. He's crawled out on top of the roof as well, and he's running to get up to the front as quickly as possible. Almost as he gets to the coal car, he sees something strange. The engine has started to transform. The lights are swirling about it, and there are tentacles taking shape. It almost looks like Mimi from the Dreamlands. And that brings us up to date. Excellent. So as I recall, Thomas had climbed up on top of the coal car and he was moving forward. Uh, you guys were at the bottom of the coal car and probably climbing up. Am I right? I don't know if we ever got to that point because like he kind of like took off, went on top of the train and was running. So he had like no, we had to like make our way through the entire train. Uh-oh. Mick, you're... <laughs> we were approaching the, the, the end of the foregone. 
I think. Right. I think you've gotten to the end of the foregone and the ladder is in front of you going up and you've seen Thomas go past. He jumped, if, he jumped over us, didn't he? Yes, yeah. that's right. If, yes. if I remember correctly, the last thing I did was um, I literally said, I'm going to jump at the people in the engine car. Right. And attack them. So, well, I've, I've stopped you as you got up to the, the edge of the coal car and you can see the guy right in front of you that's yeah. standing like this. Uh, you also can see there are, well, there are four others. They're all chanting and, and holding their hands up in the air as this transformation is beginning. All right. So there's five total. Um, I will, as I, as I said, what I was going to do last time, I'm going to leap from the coal car and uh, tackle, attack, the tackle, okay. tackle one of them and just attack. I don't think that you need to roll a brawl because you're aiming right at him. Uh, his back is to you. Um, you hit him right, you know, right in the belt line uh, like this. And uh, both you and he go over the front of the coal car and you land down on the the cab where, uh, where the engineer would be. Um, the other four... Uh, there are two on the outside of the cab on, of the engine and two on the inside. Uh, the two on the inside are, are attempting to control the train. Um, uh, I'm just going to say roll for damage because you've hit him pretty hard and you've both gone down. Let's see if you get any damage. Yeah, you take one damage. I'll take one damage. Ideal four. Okay. Um, you've, you've injured the guy and he's down on the ground and you're on top of him. The other occultists are startled when they see you and uh, two of them move to uh, grab you. Okay. Well, then I will... Uh, well, now I need to know what the other, the other guys are doing. Go ahead. I'll assume that Dr. Elizabeth is behind the two of you. And you guys have reached the coal car. So you can climb up if you want to. I'll, I'll climb up. Um, the question is, as I'm climbing up, do I see Eldridge go over the side? Or yes. Just as your head clears the top of it, you see Eldridge dive at the guy and go over. He's going forward. So. And the, the, other, the other ones who are up there, they're sort of... Uh, they're startled for a moment, and then they start to grab Eldridge. Okay, um, I'll I'll uh, pull out my gun and, and try to fire at one of them. Okay, the wind is blowing; it's cold. Uh, but go ahead and do your regular, uh, you know, firearms. I got a twenty-two out of a thirty. Okay, and I am going to roll for luck. Oh, I got a really bad roll. Um, you hit the guy. Doesn't matter what damage you've done to him. He actually falls off the train over to the side. All right. Um, uh, Frank, are you coming up on top? Do I have to be on top in order to shoot? Yes, you can't okay. see. Well, you could be on the ladder. Doctor uh, Doctor Dawkins has fired and stepped up onto the into the coal bin. Because uh, I thought last episode you said something about it provided a good uh, sort of hide behind it. 
Well, yes. If you're actually in the coal bin, there's like a steel wall between you and the and the cab. Uh, they're all at the cabs, so the steel wall's kind of in between you, but you can get up to there. That's where Dr. Dawkins is going now. Okay, then I'll go up with him, and I'll do the same thing. I'll try to shoot one of them. Okay. Um, Dr. Elizabeth, are you climbing up the ladder also, or attempting to? Um, I will be, as soon as um, possibility okay. uh, presents itself, yes. Okay, well, uh, Frank gets to the top and steps over, and you start up. And just as your head clears the top and you look over, you can see up ahead, because the, the train curves just a little bit, that the Simplon Tunnel is just a couple of seconds away. You're going to be plunging into the tunnel. It's 12 miles long, 20 kilometers. Um, all right. Um, Thomas, you made your move. The cultists are going to try and... Throw you did, over. Did I get the shooter now? Um, yeah, go ahead and shoot. Go ahead and shoot. Nope, fail. Okay. It's cold, it's icy, the wind is blowing. Uh you you just have trouble aiming. And they're they're like attacking uh Thomas at this point. All right, Thomas, they're gonna try to throw you overboard. Okay. But they failed. Oh. They got a 93. Okay. All right. So they're struggling with you. Um, you may have a slight advantage here because just because they're cultists doesn't mean that they're not imperceptible to the freezing cold that they're feeling. Although there is fire from the, the engine itself right ahead, right in front of you, um, the, where you, know, you throw the, the coal in the fire. Um, so there's some warmth here. Um, two of the cultists are moving around and forward on the engine, on the outside of it, continuing to attempt to cast some sort of spell. And as they're doing that, you feel the train lurch forward again, increasing in its speed. Uh, so Thomas, what are you going to do? So... I'm imagining that they're like grabbing at me or trying to like hold me down or something like right, that. Right, from behind you, and you're on top of one of them. Um, okay, well, um, then I would like to turn around and uh, and just make like a half fist and just sock him right in the throat. Okay. Get him the fuck off of me. Okay. Uh, 32, so that's a hard. Okay, I'm sorry, Started trying to dodge. Uh, no, I failed. Um, all right. You punch him in the throat. Uh, go ahead and do damage. You're Two strong. damage. Two damage. Okay. Um, Dr. Dawkins, your move. Do I have a clear shot at the other one? It's kind of dark, it's windy, it's blowing, and the, the train tunnel is a second or two away from your plunging into it. All right. Um, but yeah, go ahead. I will try. And I missed that one, 42 out of 30. Okay, you hear it sort of ping against uh, some of the metal of the, of the train. Frank? You're muted. 
there's two on Eldridge, or there's 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 two on Eldridge, one underneath him. Uh, one of them is sort of reeled back because he just got punched in the throat. Uh, there are two that have moved on the sides of the the engine. They're kind of out of out of view. Um, I guess the one that got punched in the throat. Okay. Oh, fail. I also failed. So you once again you fire and nothing ha- it, it, it ricochets off of something. Doctor Elizabeth, uh, you're able to clear the top of the coal car and now you're moving forward on the coal car to be able to look down. You you can see Frank and and uh, uh, Dr. Dawkins right there firing it at people. And just as you reach them, the train plunges into the tunnel. Everything goes pitch black except for the the lights on the train. Um, The wind becomes uh, almost hurricane-like at that point. Uh, The air pressure changes because the train doesn't normally go through the tunnel at 70 or 80 miles an hour, which is what it's probably doing now, uh, mm. your, your ears pop. And you realize that, uh, that if you completely stand up on top of the train, you will be probably killed. Um, the train, train is not that high. I mean, the tunnel is not that high. Uh, well, um, I'm, let's just assume I'm not going to do that then. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can I see any of the cultists by the, the, the train lights? Yes, you can. There's three of them. There's three of them in the, the cab ahead of you. Aha, so they'll be lit by the... Uh, the, the um, there's lanterns well. in there, yes, and there's fire. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to shoot at one of them. Shooting for the body. Okay. Biggest, biggest uh, center of mass. Say the, the one, the other one that... Uh, didn't get punched in the throat. Yes. He's trying to drag Eldridge off the train. The unthroat punched one is my chosen target. Uh, God. No. Okay. Miss. Um, but this time something interesting happens. When you fire your gun, the bullet, you distinctly see the bullet hit uh, part of the control panel on the train, the metal part of the control panel. But instead of making a a ding ricochet sound, it sort of makes a thunk as if as if you were firing into wet clay instead of metal. And you all begin to notice that the textures of the train seem to be transforming, at least the engine part, um, from metal into perhaps flesh. If, if I look back over my shoulder... Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it possible to see the foregone? Yes, it's about twenty feet behind you. Does it does it look any different? No, that looks what normal. In fact, the coal car looks normal too. Ah, it's okay. just the engine that's transforming. Just the engine. Uh, so the cultists are going to try once again. The one that got punched in the throat is going to try and uh, grapple you, Thomas. Uh, no, he gets a bad roll. Uh, the one that's got you already is going to try to drag you to the edge and throw you off. 91. I'm rolling really badly. All right. I don't even have to roll at this point. I can just <laughs> stand here. Um, the one underneath you, I forgot about him. 
he's going to attempt to pull out a knife and stick you with it. So. Don't, don't do that. I forgot about you. Um, do you want to? Do you want to react to him or um, try to dodge? I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, I'll I'll dodge and I'll save my. Um, he got my a regular attack. success. So. Okay. Well, my I got a twenty-three. That's a hard. Okay. So he he thrusts his knife up at you, and you manage to kind of get out of the way. Sidestep. Right. Um, Doctor Dawkins. All right. So. There's, there's low visibility up here. Um, it'll be dangerous to try to move up forward. So I'm going to continue to try to shoot. But now, you said that this thing is starting to change. Is it is it kind of like the train in the dreamlands? It looks like that's the direction that it's going. It's not quite there. It still looks like a train engine. But parts of it seem to be transforming somehow. You think that it's whatever spell they're doing. Uh, just to clarify, in order to get down where Eldridge is, or where the cultists are, you'll have to go over the edge of the coal car, climb down the ladder, and then you can get into the cab. Okay. Um, do I see any sort of, uh, I guess, fire or anything like that coming from the engine? Up yeah. That, the, uh, engine, the engine is... is, is very bright and, and shining, so it's okay. it's really going. All right, I'm going to try to fire at um, the one that's trying to drag Eldritch over the edge. Okay. And no, I got a 72, so. Okay. Yeah, you got a 37. Um but they've realized you're up there. So they're going to, there's not really any place they can take cover. Um, but he's already got Eldridge, so he's going to continue trying to get Eldridge off. Um, Dr. Elizabeth, or Frank, what are you going to do? Yep, he's going to shoot wildly into the air. Really? <laughs> I am All right, Dr. Elizabeth, you're going to, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to continue firing at the, uh, the uh, chappy I was firing at before. All right. Oh, yes. Seven. Ooh, is that a, is that a critical? It's not a critical. It's, um, oh, I don't know, it might be. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No. All right. No, it's a it's a hard. Go ahead and do a. Which one did you fire at? Um, the uh, the one I fired at before, the okay. one who hadn't been punched in the throat. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll damage. Um, what gun are you firing? I forget. What um, it's a it's a two two short automatic. Yeah. It doesn't do a huge amount of damage, I'm afraid. On this occasion, it's done three points of damage. Okay. Uh, you shot the guy in the shoulder, and uh, he reels back, and for a moment, he, he loses his grip on uh, Eldridge. 
Um, uh, he uh, he's having to recover himself. Uh, the guy that pun- got punched in the throat is turning around and he is going to climb the ladder and get at you guys. Um, the guy that's underneath Eldridge is going to try and roll so that you go onto the bottom and he goes onto the top, Eldridge. If you want to roll a... Um, um, I'm waiting for you to say he rolled really badly so I don't have to roll. Well, he got a 54. Okay, let's see. We got a 45. That is a pass. Okay, but it's a regular pass. Yes. He actually does manage to roll you over. So now he's on top of you, sort of straddling you, and he's got that knife. So he's going to try to plunge it into your heart on the the next round. All right. Okay. Um, You don't know what the other two are doing. They've moved forward on the train. All right. Um, Well, I guess I've only got one option. Um, I'm going to sock this guy right in the mouth. Okay. 36. 90. (laughs) I've rolled 390 numbers in a row, practically. All right. Uh, You punch him right in the face. Go ahead and do a brawl. Four. That's pretty good. Finally, my brawl is useful. Um, You hit him hard enough to where he falls over sideways and you gain the advantage and roll back on top of him. Now, you've rolled towards the edge of the cab, and with a good shove, you could put his head outside the cab where he's going to get hit by the tunnel going will by. I, will I have to wait next turn to do that, or yeah. can you do that now? <laughs> yeah, no, we'll wait, because he might uh, get away from you. Um, Dr. Dawkins. All right, the, the guy that's climbing up. Um, I've got three shots left before I have to reload. So I'm going to fire at this guy coming up. Okay. You see that he's pulled out a dagger and he's got it in his teeth like a pirate. Ah. Oh, good. We can get into a good knife fight. Ooh-wee. I got an eight out of 30. Is that a critical? Oh, out of 30? No. But, um, all right, go ahead. You're firing right down into his face, practically. Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah, only got three. (laughs) Three points. Okay. So your your bullet grazes the side of his mouth, rips through his cheek, and out the back of his neck. But it's not a fatal wound. So, but he he loses his knife. Yeah. Right. And a couple of teeth, hopefully. And probably a couple of teeth, and it probably hurts. That just made him angrier, because he's an insane cultist. Um, Frank, what are you going to do? Same thing. I'm missing better, if that counts for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're firing more. Uh, you also notice that when your bullet hits... Uh, the part parts of the train it just thuds like a like it's hitting a body or something instead of a metal 
Um, Does it bleed? You don't see any blood. Um, do we also, uh, I guess before, just before we entered the tunnel, as, um, did we notice if one, any of these guys are mocked out? Well, you don't know what he looks like. You didn't. You haven't recognized any of them so far. We met Macriot in the tower, right? Right. That's what I mean. Did did we recognize? Oh, you you haven't seen anybody that you recognized. Okay. No. All right. Um. Um. Doctor Elizabeth. Well, I'm going to continue firing. Um. You're going to fire at the guy who, well, Eldridge has got one about to throw, uh, he's about to stick somebody's head off. Uh, you've got the one that was, that was, is regaining his composure after being hit by you the last time. Oh, I'll shoot him again. Uh, and you've got the one that's climbing up in front of you. Oh, oh, there's one climbing. Well, well, I'm, the doctor uh, I'm, just shot him in the mouth. Um, I'm going to shoot the one I, I formerly shot. I'll, I'll keep my my target fixed. Okay. And oh, I got six this time. That's nice. That's a really good shot. Um, is that a critical? Um, it is not a critical. No, okay. it's it's one point over being an extreme. I see. So it's a hard. All right. Um, go ahead and roll damage. Four. Get in. Okay. You hit him rather seriously, uh, almost in the same spot, but more in the chest. Um, he's fallen back. He's still alive, uh, but he's very seriously injured. Um, he's right on the edge of the cab. Um, one good shove, and he would go over sideways. I say, I think I'm getting the hang of this gun business now. <laughs> it taken a few months. All right, the guy uh, who is struggling with uh, Eldridge. He is now just attempting to not have his head bashed in by the side of the, the tunnel. So he's grappling with you. And he got a 98. I think you can shove him over at this if you just do a, I don't know, a strength roll. Well, I want to keep the knife. Okay. The knife is a, is a brawl weapon. I'm just, I'm just going to take the knife. Okay. Um, so I just want to kind of grab his hand with the knife and then just kind of uh, nudge his face against the incoming wall and just like have his brains splatter on the wall. And then he, when he loosens the knife, I'll take the knife. Go ahead and do a strength roll. I can do a strength roll for you. I got a 50. What is my 50? Look at that. All right. What happens is this. You, uh, you, you put your hand against the, the side of his head and you push. And when it actually catches on something, it's not like you're, uh, you know, slowly erasing his head. It's more like his whole body suddenly jerks sideways as his head is completely torn off his body. And you're almost pulled off the train with it as you go. But you manage to grab a hold of something like a, a railing or something. But when you do, it's soft like skin, not hard like metal. And uh, the guy's body gets yanked right off the side of the train. And you hear it sort of thud, thud, thud. Uh, 
and uh, you may you manage not to go over. Uh, Doctor Dawkins, did the wait a minute? What about the did you did you take care of the guy who's coming up the ladder? No, that that's he's still coming up the ladder. I'm gonna fire at him again. All right. Um, I got a 70. Okay, he got a 45. So when you fire, he sort of anticipates it and he moves to the side before you can fire a clear shot. Um, but he gains a couple of, of rungs of a ladder. So now he's within striking distance of you on the next time. Uh, Frank. Try again. I think I should probably just turn around and go. Why don't you just pick up some pieces of coal and throw yeah. them at him? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty much useless here. <laughs> it's just that everything is going so fast. And All right, um, Dr. Elizabeth. Okay. Um, the guy's coming up in front of you, and he's about to strike at Dr. Dawkins. The guy that you shot twice, has. it looks like he's almost out of commission. Um, um, there's I, I, been a horrible, horrible scene over on the other side of the cab with. The... Oh, I, I wasn't looking. Um, <laughs> I, I'm um, I'm going to shift my attention and my newfound skills of marksmanship to the one who is um, climbing up in front of Doctor Dawkins. Okay. Finally. 86. Yeah, and he got 17. So uh, he once again dodges to the sides. He sees you point the gun at him and uh, you miss. Um, oh, and he got two more bullets left. Uh, okay. The guy who is leaning up against the cab that Dr. Uh, Elizabeth hit, um, he's trying to recover and climb towards uh, Eldridge. Um, the one that's coming up the, uh, the ladder that's going to swing at Eldridge with his knife. You mean me? Dawkins, not Eldridge. I'm sorry, Dawkins. Got a 62, which is a fail. Okay, so I don't have to roll. Yeah, you just pull your head back a little bit. All right, Eldridge, what are you going to do? I, I think Eldridge, maybe you should do a little sanity roll at this point. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, I passed, but I'm still gonna take a damage. Yeah. yeah, you didn't expect the guy's head to be ripped off right in front of you. Yeah. Um, do I have the knife though? Yes. All right. Give me. Give me a layout here. Who is nearby? You are laying. You are laying on the left-hand side of the cab. Um. The other cultist is on the right-hand side of the cab, laying on his... Well, he was on his back, and now he's rolled over, and he's trying to crawl towards you. Um, uh, he's about three feet away from you. There's a guy about four feet away from you that's climbing up the ladder, trying to get to uh, the others. Okay. Um He's, he's like four feet away from me. Does that mean he's four feet above me? Is he four feet? 
Um, the guy climbing up the ladder is only, I, I'd say his feet are about three feet off the ground. Okay. So he's, a, he's above you. So then what I'd like to do is I'd like to stand up and I'd like to take the knife and I'd just like to wham it right into this guy's back. Okay. Stopping him from climbing up. 28. Okay, I got a 63. So you jam it right into his back. What is the damage for the knife? Is it, a, is it, the, is it the standard 1d6 plus 1? Uh, 1d4 plus 2 plus your, your damage bonus if you have okay. them. 1d4, 3 plus 2? Yeah, plus 2 plus your damage bonus. So a total of 5. Okay. Uh, you stick it right in, and uh, uh, you do you do you do a fair amount of damage to him. I think at this point he's going to let go and fall to the ground. Uh, he's going to fall right back onto the cab uh, at your feet, um, Doctor Dawkins. Uh, your target has just screamed and fallen down onto the ground. He's laid there. He's on his back. Actually, he wouldn't be on his back because then the knife would just go in farther. He's on his side. That would be brutal. Uh, yeah, laying, just... laying it at Eldridge's feet. Eldridge, there is also another guy coming up right behind your feet. He was crawling towards you. Now he's almost got to you. Um, if I see this, I'm going to try to fire at that guy. Which one? The one that's crawling towards. Okay. Uh, And I got a 22. And I got an 87. So um, you hit him. Go ahead. Roll damage. Wow, just another three. <laughs> yeah, but he's already taken a lot of damage. So um, you don't hit him in the cheek. You hit him closer to here. So um, you shoot him right in the face. Blood splatters everywhere. There's a horrible, sickening sound. And uh, he's dead. Uh, the only one left now is the uh, the one on the ground right at Eldridge's feet, uh, Frank. And he's not moving, so you can have a bonus dice this time. <laughs> Especially because I only have one bullet left in the chamber. Oh. Yeah, that was my last, so I'm, I'm reloading. Yep, I missed. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, Doctor Elizabeth. Well, I'm 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 going to lean over and um, and and fire at the, the one on the ground. Okay. How about you, Cad? Ah, Ninety. Mm. Right. You shoot right next to Eldridge's foot. And Eldridge, you now notice that when the bullet hits the ground next to your foot, the f the, the 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 it's like the whole cab is now made out of flesh of some sort. It's soft and it's weird feeling. Dance, Eldridge, dance. Um, but she almost hit you in the foot. Don't do that. Uh, he can't do anything at this point. So Eldridge, you can give him a coup de gras if you want. Yeah, how far is the uh, is the is the the, the coal burner? 
Um, the coal burner is just, you know, four feet ahead of you. Uh, it's a little far. Uh, you're, you're thinking about dragging him in. in, in I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick him up and throw him in. <laughs> Go for it. All right, so I'll, I'll pick him up and throw him in. Feed the flames that'll keep the uh, train going. Uh, if it's flesh, it probably wants flesh. I'll pick him up and I'll throw him in. Do uh, do a strength roll. Okay. Let me get my dice roller up. I got a 55. Can I spend five luck points? I don't think you're allowed to use luck points during a fight. Combat, yeah. You're right. Um, you, Stro, you drag him a couple feet closer to the uh, thing. He realizes that his death is inevitable. He's tr- he's going to try to stab you, but uh, he didn't make it this time. So, uh, Doctor Dawkins, um, um, start climbing down the the ladder. Okay, uh, Doctor uh, Frank. I guess I'll start reloading. Okay, uh, Doctor Elizabeth. I'm um, I'm also going to reload. Okay. Um, back to Eldridge. Just gonna do it. Do try again. You know, so you know what I'm gonna do. All right. Uh, go ahead and do a strength roll. Forty-seven this time. That's a pass. Still a pass. Yeah. All right, Eldridge. As you pull him forward, uh, you grab a hold of him by the you know scruff of his neck and the you know, the back of his butt, and you shove him into the the coal thing and to your horror as his head goes into it the 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 firebox which probably is you know about like that actually expands like uh like a mouth and he goes right in and you see the flames light up and uh, you feel the whole train sort of quiver um, as you're looking at the train itself. Now, remember, there's two other cultists that have gone down along the sides of the, the thing. As you're looking at the, the, the controls and everything in the train, they're, they're changing uh, levers and gears. Uh, levers are turning into what look like fleshy sort of tentacles and things like that. And gauges are looking more like eyeballs staring at you and now that that firebox is definitely looking more like a mouth and it's belching fire bright new fire from the the food that you've just given it what do you guys want to do you're all gathered now on the on the well no two of you are still up in the cold box dr dawkins you've joined uh eldridge on the cab. I'm like, wow, this is like the, uh, the dream, the, 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 uh, dreamland express, isn't it? Let's just, uh, let's stop them from turning it into the dreamland express. Uh, because if this turns into the dreamland express, it's, it's, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. And, uh, and as nice as that sounds, um, we need as much time as possible on the train. We don't want Macriot to get there quickly. We want him to get there 
So I'll go left. Would you and like I'll to go right? And I'll go right. All right. So I'll go left. Okay. As you make your way, realize realize that I, I'd like to paint a picture of the danger. The train is plunging at incredible speed, incredible speed being about 70 or 80 miles an hour. Uh, normally it only goes like 35. So um, uh, it's going through this tunnel. The wind is rushing like a hurricane. You have to hold on and you find that the, the things you're holding on to feel more like flesh than they do like metal. They're still hard like metal, but they're definitely doing something to transform the train into, into flesh. Um, and after you climb forward, you know, just maybe 10 feet, you can see the cultists. Um, you can't, each one of you can't see both of them. Each one of you sees one cultist on the side, up towards the very front of the train, like where the cow catcher would be. And uh, they're actually not facing forward or towards you. They're facing towards the front of the train and they're, they've got their hands up and they're doing so well, they've got one hand up and they're doing something with magic. You can so, see glowing, glowing. So their, their, their attention is clearly on what they're doing and not on us. Right. But they'll see you in a second. Well, it's dark where you are. There's no light right there. So. All right. So uh, before I do anything else, I'll reload my, my gun. All right. Um, it's going to be harder than you think because you've got to hold on to this train while you're climbing. Oh, I mean, before I get, get out to, to climb, I'll... Well, that's mind. going backwards in time. <laughs> um, all right, all right, we'll see that you did it already. Um, all right, so you've got your gun already loaded. Both of you are halfway between the cab and the, the end of the train now. You can see the cultists there doing something. Neither uh, one of them, by the way, looks like Makriat. Well, we don't know what Makriat will look like right now. <laughs> Doesn't look like anybody you've seen on the train either. That could still be one of them, too. Correct. All right. Um, what I want to do is, since their attention is on what they're doing and they don't seem to see me right now, I'll take a turn to aim. Okay. And I'm going to try to aim for, like, center mass. Okay. Eldritch? Well, I'm, I didn't say I picked up the knife. So I, I did not pick up the knife. I'm going bare knuckle. Um, I'm just going to keep climbing towards them. Uh, and when I get close enough, I'm just going to fist fight them. I thought that you had the knife. I stabbed it and it lodged in that guy okay. and never pulled it out. All right, that's true. All right, so you're just heading towards him. All right, what are the other three doing? Or the other two of you? Dr. Elizabeth and Frank, you're both it's actually reloaded. I'm going to climb down into the um, cabin. Okay. Cab. cab. Frank? Realizing that I'm helpless against fighting, I'm going to start singing Eminem's fight song and try to inspire everyone to do better. We don't want a bard in the group. You've learned the song from the future? Yeah. <laughs> Be better than a bard. 
take out my harmonica and start playing. All right, Frank's lost it. Um, what is that dreadful racket? He's got the he's got the flute from the other game. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Eldridge. Right, I'm continuing moving my way up. I don't care if he sees me. Seeing me will will stop him from doing the magic, and he'll focus on me. So that's what I'm. We'll say that he sees you, but he becomes more furious in this, whatever he's doing. You know. Um, I will begin rushing. Um, I'd say still carefully, but if I need to make like a roll to like do dexterity and see my footing, I will. I'm going to try and get close to him faster. Well, I'm, uh, we'll just say you get there. Okay. Then I'm going, to, I'm going to attack him. I'm going to whap him in the face. All first. right. Let's roll. That's a miss. I got a 70. Oh, okay. just kidding. A 70 is a pass because of the 10, the 10 points. Okay. Okay. So you actually grab a hold of him. Uh, you get a good hand of a handful of his clothing. And uh, you yank him. And he has to stop what he's doing to hold on. Uh, but you darn near pull him off the train. All right. Do it. Um, Dawkins. All right. Now, this turn, I'm going to fire. You get a bonus dice, right, Jeff? Since he took aim last. For aiming, yeah. All right. Also, I wanted to mention, too, if, if you guys are... Uh, some of the close quarter fights, if you're within decks in feet, then that's considered point blanks, and you get a bonus die for that, too. Ah. So how'd you do, Doc? I failed on both rows, but my dex is at a 50. Is he 50 feet away? 50 feet is point blank? Doesn't that seem a little odd? Well, he said, he said, uh, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I said that wrong. What if they're talking about the decks the old way they used to calculate it? That might be it, or I just read that wrong. I mean, continue on, but I'll, um, I'll say you're close enough. Uh, well, no, you missed. I mean, it, I missed. It's, a, it's just yeah. a crazy situation at this point, yeah. So, so I missed. Um, Dr. Elizabeth, you're on the cab, um, you've reloaded your gun, you can't see what's going on, you know, that they went ahead on either side. Yes, um, I, I don't want to risk firing down there for, for fear of hitting either uh, either of them. And you can see that everything on this on the cab is is become flesh. Um, you can roll, roll a sanity at this point because you're actually comprehending what you're seeing. Oh dearie me! Forty-four is a pass. All right, just one point. None of this surprises any of you, I think, at this point. Um, yeah, I said that wrong. It's one-fifth of your decks. Okay. So five feet. Five feet would be considered point blank. Point blank. Okay. Frank, what, do you, what would you like to do? Do I have a target? No, no, not really. Other than the cab itself. I have no idea. Okay. Um, you can do a sanity roll then because 
at the moment you have nothing to do and you're starting to think about what the hell, how the hell am I here? What the hell is all this? I might just dream. How many points? Would you, you failed? Yeah. I do a 1d4. Oof. So you're like beside you. You, you don't know what the, all this whole thing is. You've lost so much sanity over the course of this mm-hmm. last two months. You're going to probably need some serious therapy. Um, although who would ever believe you? Um, uh, Fra- uh, Eldridge. Fred. <laughs> My name ain't Fred. Freldridge. Yes. Freldridge. Freldridge. Uh, yeah, I guess um, if I've got him grappled like this, I'm just mm-hmm. going to sock him in the face and knock him out. Okay. Okay. I got a 43. Okay. He got an 11. Okay. So as you try to do that, he also grapples you and tries to push you off. Um, so you almost lose your footing at that point uh, and go over. Um, but he's no longer doing whatever he's doing. That's, that's the important thing. And you can see at this point that it may be that the train itself is transforming back. It seems less flesh and more metal than it was before. That's what I was Um, hoping in doing, was by distracting them, it would revert. Like, the process wasn't complete. You're not dead sure either, but you think maybe the train is slowing down a little bit. It's still going very fast. Um... Dr. Dawkins. I'm going to try firing again. And I make it. Okay. I got an 88. Okay. That's only four points. Okay. You hit the guy right under the arm because his hands are up. And uh, I'm going to roll a luck to see if I go over. Almost he goes over. Uh, And he definitely stops chanting. And uh, you can definitely feel that the train is slowly returning to normal. You can actually perceive that it's, you know, it it looks like it's going back to normal. Um, Dr. Elizabeth. Um, Oh, right, Frank. Sorry, it's Frank's turn. Oh, sorry. Or is it Dr. Elizabeth's? Whatever. Dr. Elizabeth. Frank's, Frank's singing and playing the harmonica. I'll do Frank next. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, draw in a deep uh, breath of air and place my hands around my mouth, much like a megaphone, and um, shout very, very loudly, does anyone know how to drive this bloody thing? Because as far as I can see, we're hurtling out of control, and I'm definitely not a train driver. Yeah, there's levers and and things. Nor have I ever wanted to be one. 
All right, uh, Frank. Push the red button. Push the red button. Push the red button. Frank, I assume you're yeah. not going to do anything then? Yeah, you might as well just skip me from now on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eldridge, what would you like to do? Okay, you've got the guy. Yeah, I, I guess I'm going to hit him again. It's just a bare-knuckle fight. All right. 64. So okay. I just barely passed. Okay, well, he got a really lousy roll. So go ahead and roll for damage. Roll for luck. Three, and my luck is really low. So let's see. What is my luck, actually? I rolled a 30. 30. Is that a pass or a fail? That is a fail. I have a 28. He's going to roll luck, and he got an 80. Um, you you throw him over. Oh. And uh, you just barely manage to avoid his body as it hits the side of the, the tunnel, bounces back, hits the side of the... the uh, engine, and then goes under the wheels with a splatter. Um, Dr. Dawkins. Firing again. This is my third shot. Nope. It's a 63. Sucked out. Okay. Um, you hit the guy already. Um, he is now going to attempt to climb back towards you with his knife. Um, he's close enough to where he's going to get to swipe at you. And he fails with a 72. Okay. Uh, Dr. Elizabeth, is there anything you want to try or can we just move over to Eldridge again? <laughs> Um, well, just, just because it's there and it might attract some attention, um, I, I'm, I'm going to toot the horn. Okay. Meep, meep. In the hope that it might possibly bring some, uh, it's assistance. deafening inside the tunnel. <laughs> uh, Eldridge, do a luck roll to see if you fall off the train when he, when she, he, she pulls the. No, um, I'm yeah, joking. I'm joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say because I, I got an 84 on that rule. So, um, Eldridge, you are all the way up where the guy was in the front. And as you look at the front of the train, there's, of course, a big headlight, um, you know, big beam shining forward. And as you look at that, big beam of light, something seems to happen. Um, there's a wave of energy that seems to sort of flow over the whole engine once again. Something that you guys all notice at this point. Um, it, it, it ripples almost like St. Elmo's fire and goes, goes over the edge. And as it does this, Almost instantaneously, the train transforms uh, back into this fleshy sort of thing. But now even more so, the, uh, the, uh, the light on the front of the train, it seems to almost split somehow into three and becomes a three-lobed sort of 
light shining forward and all these tentacles sprout up from around it and tentacles pieces of the train seem to almost move out and become tentacles it's looking more and more like Mimi every second um something has revitalized it something has given it energy and as it as it does this it it suddenly lurches forward even stronger than it did before um what are you going to do eldridge I'm going to make my way back to the cab, screaming, or I guess not screaming, but shouting, it's Macriot. Okay. Um, Dr. Dawkins, you know that it's not the guy ahead of you because he's not casting anything at this point. He's trying to get at you. All right. Well, since he's close enough, I will shoot a point blank. He's a point blank, yeah. All right. All right. And I get a bonus dice. And I miss on both. Okay. Because of the, the train suddenly lurching. Yeah. Your, your gun goes like this and you miss him. Okay. Um, uh, Eldridge, you're heading back. Uh, you join the other two in the cab. Um, Dr. Elizabeth, uh, all of the little pulleys and or whatever the, the the cranks and stuff have turned into tentacles. The gauges are now all staring eyeballs that are looking oh. at you and moving around. The uh, the firebox has become a gigantic mouth with fangs and uh, it's belching fire, uh, and uh, you are in danger of actually catching fire as it does this. Oh, I'm 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 going to clamber back up to the, right. the, the ladder to the the coal. And Eldridge, as you're you're coming around the corner, you're seeing this. Frank, you're up above seeing this, uh, and you can actually see even more because you're up above. The whole engine is transforming into this huge tentacled thing with tubes coming out of it that are spouting smoke, and uh, it's become a nightmare. It's very much. It's not like Mimi at all. It's like the evil Mimi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm shouting up to Frank. Frank, it's Macriot. He's he has to be doing it from the can from our uh, from our car. Okay, I turn around and start running. Okay, um, uh, Doctor Dawkins, what you gonna do? This is my fifth bullet. I'm going to try again. Oh my goodness. But you still look at a bonus dice because you're still point blank. Right. Okay. And I miss. Okay. I'm just going to do a luck roll. 83. Uh, he loses his footing and falls off. Thunk, 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 thunk. Uh, <laughs> So he, you, your your bullet, your your gun goes off and it scares the shit out of him and he falls off the, the train. So you start to make your way back as well. Okay. Um, as you're doing so, this the whole train is being transformed into some sort of a horrible, hideous monster thing. Um, let's say you all manage to get up on uh, up to the coal car, and Frank is already. Uh, cleared the coal car 
and uh, is climbing down the ladder. Uh, and Frank gets down the ladder and starts through the foregone back into the train. And you guys are heading towards the ladder to climb down back into the foregone. I'd like you to do uh, the four of you, the three of you to do a spot hidden. Twenty nine out of fifty. Yeah, I pass with a with a fifty two out of sixty five. Okay. I got I failed with an eighty five. Those of you who passed, um, you have a strange feeling, like. It's almost as if, for just a couple of seconds, time stops. The train stops. It's dead silent. There's no movement from your companions. There's no wind. There's no cold. It's just stopped. And then a couple seconds later, it all starts up again, and it's just as fast as it was going before. Um, those of you who didn't pass, you don't feel anything. Well, I'm, I'm to be honest, a little bit over, overwhelmed by this song that, that Frank's singing, which seems to have the word <laughs> shit in it rather a lot. Shit, 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 shit. Um, you come flying out of the tunnel just about this point. My God, I was, we cleared that pretty quickly. Uh, you can you can see here you're you're going at thunderbolt speed. Yeah, going like Billio. And uh, you are uh, approaching uh, Lausanne. Um, you know you're not going to stop in Lausanne. It's just going to keep going at at super speed. Um, but, but what what happens if it's moving at this speed and 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 then? The points are closed. Um, Hurry up, move, get further back along the train. At this speed, if this train crashed at this speed, everybody would be killed. Everybody on the train. Um, Who is going down the ladder last? Eldridge Dawkins or Dr. Elizabeth? Well, I would say that we would, well, I, I can't speak for Eldridge, but I would let Dr. Keith go first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would so let her go we, first. I would hold my hand out to you to for you to go, but I don't know if you trust me or not. I'll go first. I'll go first. But I'll, right. I'll give you a stink eye while I do it. Okay. Uh, Eldridge, you are climbing down the ladder. Dr. Dawkins, you are waiting for just a moment. You're mm-hmm. still in the open air. Uh, Eldridge is going down. You look down at him as he's going down. And um, 
I would like everybody except Dr. Dawkins to uh, uh, mute and or do you know how to do that? If you go to the mute button and you hit uh, leave computer audio, then you don't have to take your earphones off. I will give you a thumbs up when you need to come back. Can you all not hear me? Excellent. So they can't hear me. Okay. Dr. Dawkins, you're standing there. Um, and just as you're about, you're, you're looking down at uh, Eldridge, and then you sort of look up for some reason. And as you do, you see something up in the sky. It's black. Um, the the moon is is not full, but there's enough light where you can see the countryside around you. And there's something distinctly black. It's blocking all the stars. And it's moving swiftly towards the train. And then you can see what it is. It's a train car. Only built onto the side and top of the train car is, for all intents and purposes, a Gothic cathedral. You can see it has stained glass windows and there's light inside and it's shining out. And the whole train seems to freeze for just a moment in time as this huge cathedral car attaches itself to the train. Now, would this, be train the back, would this be the back all the way towards the back of the... No, it seems like it's just a couple of cars away from you. Through the salons, so, maybe, and then the salon, and then the, the thing has attached itself. So it knocked off the, the rest of the cars. Well, it seems to have incorporated itself somehow into the train. The train. Now, the, the, other question, the other question I would ask is, does this cathedral thing remind me of the uh, platform in the Dreamlands where... It reminds you of the cathedral that is in Lausanne, yes. Except that it's attached to a train car. So that's what you see as uh, Eldridge is re reaching the bottom of the, uh, the, the steps. So you're sort of dumbfounded by what you've seen. Okay? Yeah. All right. Back. All right, you're all back. I don't think Jeff is back. Can you hear us, Jeff? I'm milking it. I'm milking it. I, I saw a thumbs up. I think he's good. Yeah. And uh, Mick, you're back. So. All right. You guys, Eldridge, you look up into Dawkins' face, and he suddenly looks up into the sky, and he just is, his jaw drops. He's just like. Oh, should I rule sanity for that? Yes. Um, just so you know, I think the. Uh... Let me just switch like we were saying before. The what? The uh, thumbnail switched, I think. I don't oh, know. they didn't switch for me. Oh, they didn't? Okay. You're all in the same spot. Um, Let's see what the recording shows. I, I failed that. Okay, just take two. Okay. Um, so I'll kind of grab at Dawkins' leg, because I imagine he's above me, and I'll tug on the pan leg and say, Dawkins, we have to go. We have to find Macriot. I, I, uh, I'm waving my hand kind of down like, Eldridge, get up here. 
up here quick, quickly, quickly. Um, I also want to add that Frank, uh, Frank, you go through both foregones. Uh, you hit the salon, you go through the salon, and just as you get to the end of the salon, instead of the, 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 the regular door going into the, the rest of the train, there's a strange wooden door. Uh, looks like some old, like from some old building, and it's closed. Um, now we'll go back to Dawkins. Um, Elizabeth is, is next to me, right? Yes, she's at the bottom. Um, I'll kind of uh, thump her on the shoulder and I'll point up and say, Dawkins Ow. says, I, I didn't hit you that hard. I've been through a lot. Don't be a baby. Dawkins says there's something up there. Um. I look Dr. Keith dead in the eyes. Be prepared, I say. Okay. And, uh, and I go up the ladder. All right. As your head clears the top of the ladder and you turn to look at what he's pointing at, you're going to be relating this to uh, Dr. Elizabeth. Um, Frank, you're not, you can't hear this, but you know, I don't care if you hear. Um, uh, Eldridge, as you turn your head and you look, uh, just on the other side of the second foregone, just on the other side of the salon car, it looks like another car has attached itself to the train and it's built like a freaking cathedral. It soars up into the sky, the, 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 minute, the, the towers on it. There's buttresses on the side of it. There's stained glass windows that are all shining with light. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely freaking insane. And uh, I'll, uh, Dawkins, if you want to point out what you said to me. Uh, well, first I was going to say, um, do you see what I'm seeing, Eldridge, or am I, am, am I? Yeah, I, no, I see it. Eldridge, can you I, can do a, a sanity roll. I'll do a sanity roll. I failed. Two damage. Okay. Uh, I say that it reminds me of the uh, boarding car on the Dreamland Express. No. Except that, or, well, that's what I was saying uh, oh. earlier. But Oh, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood you then. What it reminds you of is the cathedral in Lausanne. So I said, this reminds me of that cathedral in Lausanne. Oh, no. <laughs> The the, the 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 one that uh which I don't know I I can't be seeing this. Meanwhile, the train rushes on forward with the gigantic creature in front of it. Um, let's let's I, let's get to the others. Let's let's head back down. Let's get to the others. Well, I look at. You, Dawkins, and I say, I told Frank to run ahead. Well, then you see my eyes grow wide, and I immediately make my way down the, the ladder. 
I follow, and I'm yelling at Dr. Keith to run down, run, get Frank, stop him before we, before he goes into that car. I, I shall do just that. I shall, I shall run as, as, as fast as a woman of my age and physique possibly can. So not fast at all. We'll push not you out of the way. Very fast. <laughs> She's got a lot of adrenaline right now. She's moving like a train in the opposite direction. Oh my God. <laughs> running like Tom Cruise in those movies. Well, no, you, find Frank, like... you find Frank just standing there, or he's taking a couple steps away from the door uh, that is suddenly in front of him uh, when you find him there. A few seconds later, and you all arrive in the salon car, and you see now, the door. Now, here's a question. Where are the other passengers? Because when we left, we were in the lounge and there was a lot of, you know, craziness going on there. Are the passengers? The train has been lurching forward in, in incredible speed. Uh, who knows? Maybe everybody went back to their cabins and they're hiding under their beds because that's the safest place. But it's okay, so no, nobody's in the... Okay. 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 Or maybe the train swallowed them up. What would you like to do? You're standing in this car. That you can feel the train careening on the tracks as it's going around curves. And hmm. Well, I look to the others and I say, Macria will more than likely make his way into this this car. I, I see would... that. Why do you make the car so obvious to us? Because he's insane. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe, or maybe Macria isn't the ultimate villain here. There might be somebody pulling his string. Someone with greater power. You hear a sound, and it takes you by surprise. It's the sound of church bells, only the best way to describe them would be like if they were on a, a warped record. They don't, uh, they don't ring true. They like that. Very strange sound. I just distorted bell, bell ringing. Mm -hmm. Sounds okay. And a second later, you hear something heavy on the other side of the door, uh, like maybe a big bolt being pulled back or, or something like that. And then you see the door start to swing open. And stepping through the door is a boy about 14 years old uh, fair complexion, and dressed in an almost ridiculous manner, like like the Swiss Guard from the Vatican. Uh, multiple colors, a uh, big floppy hat with a big feather on it. Um, something that you'd expect to see maybe in the 1400s. And uh, he he pushes open the door on each side, and it's dark beyond. 
and uh, he takes a few steps forward, and he bows, and he says, uh, I am a messenger. I have a message for you. And he, he, he looks at you, apparently, you know, you're dumbfounded. Uh, okay, I approach. I, I pull out my gun. I'm gonna, says, yell, I'm gonna yell it's Makria and dive at him. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting my kosh ready. I've never used it. I'd like to use it at least once. <laughs> I'll dive out of the way if, if Frank is gonna dive and attack this guy. All right. Go ahead, Frank, roll for uh Grawl. Watch, I'm gonna make this one. <laughs> I failed by one point. Okay. Um, he sidesteps you, and he says, "He says, please, gentlemen, I just want to speak. I am a messenger. I am not your enemy." What's the message? He composes himself, and he says. My lord, the Jigsaw Prince of Lausanne, the one who you may know as the Duke Jean Florissant des Assantes, says, present to them an offering of truce between us. We are pleasantly surprised by your return, despite your having deceived us concerning the matter of an ancient scroll. Let this be here forgotten for a time. Tell them I request a meeting. Tell them that they are granted safe passage. I await them in my cathedral car. That is the extent of the message. Will you follow me? Just to, to recap, what the hell is going on? Who the fuck remember, is this person? Remember when we went into the dreamlands mm -hmm. and um, we got the, uh, the scroll for the, the headpiece? Yes. And the Duke followed us. He had the weird rope thing that so helped teleport him so this is the same guy this is the same guy all right but this isn't the this is like a well, this is 14 this is a year old boy well, yeah yeah, the, yeah but the, yeah this cathedral belongs to him okay all right do you really think that we have safe passage i mean i i want to hear him out maybe this is an enemy of my enemy situation or think of it like this or it's a trap. Makriot's with him, or he's a follower of Makriot. So, no, no matter what, no matter what, we get something out of it. Okay. Well, I say we go forward. I, I, and, and, and as as we go forward, because I, I did fire. I'm going to reload my gun. Doctor Elizabeth, you had a question. I was going to say, would it be enormously out of character if I said these bitches ain't shit to do with me? <laughs> I might have sat down. So I'm not going to do that. Frank, any objections? All right. So he says, gentlemen, please follow me. And he begins to walk forward uh, through the doors into the cathedral. As you follow him, very, very similar to uh, your experience in the dreamland. As you step through the doors, 
you realize that the interior of this cathedral is massive. It is covered in gold and silver and decorations and filled with thousands and thousands of candles lit everywhere. Uh, there's stained glass windows that uh, reflect the light and there's chandeliers high up. Uh, it looks like it's a hundred feet high on the inside. Um, there aren't any pews. The floor is, is a marble floor with all kinds of designs and patterns in it. Um, and the room looks like it's, it's, it's immense. Um, it actually puts the, uh, the Dreamland Express to shame in its splendor. Uh, and as you follow him forward, uh, you can see that on either side, there are staircases going up to towers. And uh, so it's, it's, it's incredibly impressive. And up ahead, at the far end of the room, is a raised platform. And on that is another raised platform. And on that is a throne made out of gold. And sitting on the throne of gold is the Duke Jean Florissant de Sassant, dressed in elaborate robes. However, the front of his robes are open and he wears only a loincloth made out of silk underneath, gold silk. Um, and you can see that his body is fat and flabby and it seems to be stitched together in all different pieces. And as he sees you, he says, Ah, so you have returned to Lausanne. Please come forward. I wish to speak with you. Have no fear. I approach myself. I hold up my hands to the others. Just don't defend. Be prepared to fucking to defend me. I approach and I remove from my pocket the horsehair circle. I say. Ah, you have retained the uh, the horsehair circle. It is of no matter. Keep it as a souvenir, if you wish. He says, well, I actually didn't expect you to come back this way. Uh, it's quite daring of you to return through Lausanne, since you are in my territory. But that is not why I'm here. Uh... Perhaps at some point we can discuss the scroll that you surreptitiously spirited away from me. But for now, I have a few questions for you. What? What is going on here? The ripples through the, through the psychic ether are like nothing I've ever felt before. I can feel two things. One, there is an avatar of an elder god out there on the front of the train. It shakes the magical ether as it goes through. I could feel it and I had to see. But there is something else here. What have you found on your travels? The scrolls, nothing. Something you have here. I've never felt anything like it. Some artifact? Tell me. You fail to understand, Duke. We don't have anything anymore. Tell me. 
I know that there is something here, and I find it hard to believe you're not behind it. No, we actually aren't. As smart as we are, we were fooled by uh, someone who's even more tricky and more cunning than you, and more powerful. Who? Uh, Makriat. Salim Makriat. And I'm not. But, no. Salim is not interested in this kind of thing. How do you know? Salim would stay in Constantinople, where his base of operations is. Not, I mean, M- 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 Salim Makriat's son, uh, Mehmet Makriat. Mehmet Makriat. Yes. Ah, that little brat. So you know him too. How many of these people do you fucking know? Of course I know them. I was a friend of Salim in my younger days. I became interested for a while in his cult of the skinless one. But once I had learned what I needed to learn from him, I didn't need them anymore. We are not interested in the same sort of things. How did you get out? The, the, get cult, out. Se- the cult seems like if you want to leave, you can't. No, you misunderstand. I was not a member of his cult nor a follower of his strange deity. I only was there to learn what I could of magic. I am a collector of magic, you see. My only interest is magic. I am not like... Mehmet Makriat. That's not possible. He was a brat. He knew nothing. He was uh, a fool. Well, that fool killed Salim. He's killed Salim. Salim is dead? Yes, I'm going to, you're obsessed with magic. I'm going to take a, I'm going to sidestep and just like motion over to Dawkins because. Are you, why are you motioning to me? I, I don't have any interest in magic. I'm just, I'm just, it's just a, just an observation. What, what does Macriot have that makes him so powerful because he did not have this kind of power before? There was no way that he had the kind of power to summon an avatar. I look to the rest of you guys. Should we should we be explaining everything to this this man? What can he, he has do? the Sedevkar simulacrum? Well, never mind. Sedevkar <laughs> simulacrum. Frank! But but that is impossible. Where did you think that scroll that we spirited away was all about? I don't know what it was about. That's what I wanted to examine. Well, that, that was one, one of, what, five scrolls? That was the, the, the scroll of the head? Somehow you know more about this than I do. He has the Sedevkar simulacrum. He managed to find all the pieces? They've been lost mm. to history. Well, that's a long story. Suffice it to say, we were the ones who found the pieces. And he got his hands on them. All right. If this is true, then I will tell you what I want. As you can guess, I want the Sedevka Simulacrum. I am not interested in ruling the world as this fool Makriat might be. I am only interested in its power for myself. 
I do not want to rule a world. I create my own world to rule. I am not interested in seducing the planet. I'm not interested in his skinless one. I collect artifacts, and that is what I want. So I will tell you this. I want the Zedevgar Simulacrum, and I want the scrolls that go with it. Do you understand? I suppose you want to live, don't you? Well, long enough for us to, um, to defeat uh, Nakria. What happens to us afterwards is... <laughs> you want to defeat Makriat, the the brat? The brat, yeah. What if I told you that you could do this very easily? Very I'm easily. I'm listening. I told you that Salim was my old friend. If you can call him a friend. I learned some from him. I learned many things from him. He had a power over all of his cult members, including his son, that he did not share with anyone. It would have been a simple matter for Salim to kill, destroy any member of the cult of the skinless one. You see, the skinless one, they practice a kind of transference. They transfer body organs from one person to another. They replace parts of their body that are failing. Uh, they are not as indulgent as I am in, I have been alive for many hundreds of years now. I keep myself going in a different manner. I use a different kind of magic. But they use a spell of transference to do this. And Selim once told me the counterspell. Call it a detransference spell. It's very simple. All you need to do is cast it on Makriat and he will be dead. I will teach this to you, but you must bring me the Sedevkar Simulacrum. No. Done. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. No. Done. No. Well, look, I, I, I left, uh, I originally left America on the understanding that I was going to have tenure when I received, uh, when I returned. I, I was looking forward to quite a long and, 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 and uh, pleasant academic career. I'm, I'm, I'm voting for making some time, kind of deal here. You're just going to give one evil being another evil being stuff? I don't know that he's evil. I've never met the chap before. He seems quite reasonable to me. Um, well, let's just put it like this. this. This man here is evil in his own little realm. Are you guys having this discussion right in front of him? Yes. Look. look oh, he, serious, you misjudge me. Look, he's got his own realm that he rules. He doesn't care about this world. Magic is not to get magic. It's like adding fire to a fire. Eventually, it'll burn itself out, but it'll destroy everything. I, I, can't, I can't see a bad side. If this dev card 
simulacrum is removed from our reality, then it ceases to be a threat in our reality, doesn't it? Exactly. But we were able to enter into his reality. By other methods that most people would not know. That are actually kind of lost to us now, aren't they? Listen. <clears throat> I will tell you the spell. I will teach it to you. And he points it to Dawkins. He says, uh, it is very simple. When you think you have found him, no doubt he is in disguise. That is to his detriment. The very fact that he is in disguise is, will be his undoing. But I know for a fact he has changed bodily organs in some cases. So, you must resolve yourself that what you want to do is undo his transference. This should be fixed in your mind that you want to undo what has been done to him with this transference spell. Then, you put your hands like this, and you say the words, Yeri Alma. Yeri Alma. Yeri Alma. And then you slap your fingers, your hands together, and put your hands like this. That's all there is to it. What does this do to a person who isn't Makriat? Does it do nothing. anything? Nothing. If the person has never had a transference, nothing. Okay. So we're done. We, you've told us the spell. We can now leave. But I want the Sedevka Simulacrum. Again, we honor our deals. I, I'm not, no. I, they're, they're, we're not just going to give him everything. The last time we gave someone everything. We're not giving him everything. We're giving him the, the simulacrum. The Sedevkar simulacrum and the scrolls. That's what he wants. We're not giving him the scrolls. I'll give him the Sedevkar simulacrum. He can't wear it without the scrolls. And and I look to the Duke and I and I and I say. And uh, Fenelik was able to use the Sedevkar Simulacrum without wearing it. Fenelik? He was a vampire. Really? Yes. He was able to use the Sedevkar Simulacrum without the scrolls. The scrolls are dangerous, and I don't trust you with them. You have my deal. Believe me, if you do not fulfill it, I will come for you. Mm-hmm. I believe it. So he says he, he already made the deal to you that he will give you the similar lacrum, right? But he's not going to give you the scrolls. No, I want everything. Oh, yeah, the deal breaker. You have no need for no, anything. no, 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 no. We're not, we're not done here. He already said that he was going to give you the similar lacrum. But he's not gonna he's not gonna give you the scrolls. The bargain is I, I give know, you Macriat's. I know what the bargain is. So I want these things. Down. And he stands up and looks rather menacing. I said, calm down. He'll give you the simulacrum. I will give you the scrolls. 
done. Now go, find your foe, and then come back to me. Okay. Would you like uh, room service or something while you're here? He snaps his fingers and suddenly tables appear all around you, piled with food. You're going to have to teach me that one too when I come back. Very impressive. Is there any baba ganoush? It's right over there. Oh, lovely. Next to the salmon pate. (laughs) I'm not touching that. Was it tinned? (laughs) Well, sometimes you have to Cook with the macaroni you have in the cupboard. <laughs> All right. All right. So we leave. You leave and the door closes behind you. Does the cathedral leave or is it still hanging around? Still there. Um, however, you are no longer in the salon. You're on the other side of the train. You're on the, the part that people are still on. Um, Now that you're outside the cathedral, would you like to have a discussion? Yes. And then I turn to Eldridge and I'm like, and I look at him like I'm going to kick his ass. I'm like, you've never played the game poker before, have you? Not when there's a loaded gun pointed at you. No, I haven't played poker like that. Right. Well, you're Russian. I thought you would. Never mind. You go around, you have to have a, 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 you have to bluff. Of course, in front of him, we'll say, we're going to make a deal. Of course, we're not going to give him the scrolls or the simulacrums out of, out of the question. But now we have a spell that will help us. We can deal with, we can cross that bridge when we need to. But right now, we need it to, one, get out of there alive. And two, find a way to defeat Macriata. And now we have both. And if it works, Mafriat will be out of our hair and we can figure out another way to uh, to deal with this one. I look to the others. I look to crazy ass Frank and even saner Dr. Elizabeth. And we destroy it. Once we get it. I can try the knife. On it. That was the plan all along anyway. Would we not have to take it back to Constantinople? No, that was a lie, remember? That was a lie. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that the, 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 the knife may work, but what happens if we're still attached? I don't think we are. We're not attached to it. He is, since he was the one to put it all on. It, all that transferred to him. Remember, we are all supposed to die back in Constantinople. The only reason why, the only reason why we're suffering right now is because we've been attached previously. But then what happens when he dies? Well, when he dies, we don't gain possession of it. We just destroy it. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do one better for you. Since, of course, you don't, you don't trust me for whatever reason. If, if 
it does attach to one of us, let it attach to me, and I'll, I will use the knife on it. And if anybody suffers, it will be me. That way you get to go home to your family. I point to Frank, after some, med- some, some mental health uh, care, you go back to his family. What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. I, I, I just, I think that this, the, the magic is beginning to corrode you. You're, How, how's it corroding me? You're acting irrational. You, you, you just, you just told a guy who has the ability to. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's play this game. What would you have done? He was going to let you, hold on. He was going to let you out of his cathedral. You seen the, the, the command that he has over magic. How would you have taken care of that situation? I would have let him, if he wants it, he can go get it. We're not stopping him from trying, at the very least. He needs us, apparently. He doesn't. But then why does, then why are we well, needing to go get it? Because, because think about it this way. Why get your hands dirty when you can get others to dirty their hands for you? I, I don't know about the whole thing. I, I, we'll do it. You've already told them that we're going to do it. Uh, so I say that we do it and, and, and we, and, and we double cross him. Yes. And we make him even more angry. Well, he was going to kill us anyway. He was angry for, to, to begin with. So, oh, wow. He was going to get a little bit more angry at us. I, I, I kind of just like, Hold on, man. And I say, I've already made my peace. Like, I, I, like, if I die, I die. So I don't really care. But the three of you, you know, I, I look to the to Elizabeth and and Coates, and I say, he's at this point, he's dealing with with your lives, Doctor Keith. You said tenure. You think that double crossing a guy who can insert a cathedral car in between into the Orient Express is just gonna um, let you go? Well. You say that, but um, yeah. it's, it's, it's you three who had dealings with this chap before, isn't it? And entered his realm and, and stole his... Uh, right. She has, nothing, she has nothing to do with it. Exactly. I'm, I'm, just, a, I'm just a bystander. The, mo- the most he can pin on me is, 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 is listening with a faint air of approval. To me giving him what he wants. So I, I'm going to remain neutral in this in this process because um, either way, I, I don't necessarily think um, I'm I'm on. Um, what was the phrase, Mister Coates used in that in that strange song he was singing in the in the coal car? Um, shit list was was that the, the the phrase I believe? Your American is appro- is improving. You, you bet your ass it is. You bet your donkey. As long as you're all okay with whatever comes next, like I said, I've already made my peace. I can't go back to my family after the letter I sent. Like, I'm done. So as long as you're okay with it, we move forward. Well, you're going to have to be okay with it. One, Frank was the one who spilled the beans about what we were 
after in the first place. No, well, secondly, I don't. Secondly, what would you, let, let me ask you this, because just, just, just trying to figure out what you would have done. What would you have done differently? You said that you said that no, you weren't going to give him the what he wants. So what would you have done? I probably I wouldn't have given it to him. Like I said, and then he would have, and then he would have says, "Okay, I'm going to kill you all." And with a snap of his fingers, he he commands magic far beyond our our knowledge or or imaginings. So what would you have done? And then he might have gone after the simulacrum himself, or he might have said, "I'll let it go for now." But and then. And then Makriat would have won. And it's just odd to me that he, I think that that he bluffed and because like he could have just gone and t- taken it. If, if, if he knew when we told him that the, the Sadev Carson Lackham was here, he could just have gone and gotten it. He could just use the, the, the horse ring, teleport in, do that to a whole bunch of people. And then he doesn't know where, that's the thing, he doesn't know where it is. Nor does he know if if uh, Makriad is actually wearing the piece. Like I said, I, I think that he bluffed and, and 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 we didn't take it. But we we've made like I said, we've made our bet. Like we're gonna do what we're gonna do. There's no there's no there's no turning back at this point. So I, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm just like I said. I'm gonna I'm gonna die no matter what. Probably during this. So you know. I made my piece. I hope you guys have made your piece too. I'm like, don't worry about it. You think too too grimly, my 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 old friend. I have, and I have absolutely no reason to think that way at all. <laughs> no, not at all. We made it through worse. So, what would you guys like to do? So now it's time for us to seek out Macriat. Now, how are we going to go about doing this? Knock on everybody's door and just do a weird hand gesture, and if they <laughs> don't, then if they don't explode, we move on. Be careful! Be careful doing that. Don't do that around me. Why not? <laughs> well, we we have our oh, our um, hold on, hold on, we have our chief suspects first, surely. Wait, wait, wait. You said don't do that around you. Why not? Well, he's I, making these like weird, we just learned this crazy thing that can kill people. And he's just, I, oh, I agree this? with. Hold on, how about this? Since since you, Eldritch, think that I might be Makriat, now you have a spell. I'm not using a spell. But I agree with you that we should eliminate ourselves the suspects first put us at ease of mind, and then we move on to everybody else in the car. Exactly. I agree with that. I'm not doing the spell, but I but I agree that we should at least eliminate ourselves as suspects. I can't do the spell on myself. No, but you can do it on the three of us. Then who's going to do it on me? One of the three of us, or Dr. Keith or, or, or Frank. Well, I'm not going to have Frank do it. Okay, so Dr. Keith. We've just eliminated everybody but Dr. Keith. All right. <laughs> I'm, not sure, this, this, I'm not sure I if mean, I should be offended by that. 
And we we don't even know that this this spell actually does what what he said it does. I mean, this 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 could be a self destruct ex- spell. Exactly. I, mean, I could do this. I could I could go. It could be a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Busy, busy, let's get busy. <laughs> and nothing and could happen. And, and we just could... and we just gave and we just were just like, oh, here's all this information, <clears throat> Frank. I could end up being a, a brightly colored pile of dust. True. Or and then you'd think I was Macria. All right. As well okay. as be destroying myself. All right. All right. All right. Well, I I'm the one who's paranoid of everybody. I'm the one who is not afraid to die. So do it on me first. If I don't burst into flames, I'm not Macria, and the spell doesn't work. Or the spell doesn't work. One of the two. I do know this. I, I, I can do this on everyone. But here's a question. Did I ever cast any actual spells throughout this game? I'm trying to remember. I don't think so. Okay, then I wouldn't know how that works then. I know I got some magic points marked off. That might be for something else, though. You got magic points knocked off for using the um, Memsahis. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Hmm. Okay, so I'll I'll try it on Eldritch first. Oh, I'm gonna make you do it. Who's? You have to do it. Only on Eldritch? Can you just do it once on all three of us? No, it's going to be on one person because you got to think of them in your mind. It's going to be a focus. That's what he said. Oh, I see. All right, do it on me. If I die, I die. I look at I look at the the ethereal ghost of Tom sitting there like this. <laughs> I've 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 got a thought, but I'll leave it until after he's done the ritual. Yeah, I... when it, when I yeah when I blow up. <laughs> That's just something I was wondering about. All right. Well, let's... what if what if I'm oh, okay? He says okay. Never mind. Never mind. Let's just do it. Just do it. Just get it over with. Just just do it on me. And if I blow up, I blow up. Just go. Let's go. So do I roll what power for this? Um, no, you do it. Okay, then I do it. No, you do it. I want to watch you do it. <laughs> I didn't give you the spell so that you could tell me I do the spell. Okay. This is a um, role-playing game. <laughs> so I, I, I sit there for, for a few, few minutes and I, I think about reversing any sort of uh, transference that Thomas, not Thomas, uh, Eldritch may have gone through. Then I hold my hands up like this. And I say the words, which I forget now. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> it's Yeti. So that's the first part, Yeti. Yeti. And yeah, then, that my, my aqua or whatever language that is, is core. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, the embarrassing, the embarrassing thing is you're going to have to go back to Duke Desassant and say, what were those words? <laughs> Apparently we can't remember four syllables. Let's <laughs> see. Is that what it was? Yeah. I'm not going to tell me. It's just I get tongue-tied with this stuff. Um, Am I allowed to tell them? Sure, if they ask you. No, we heard. Yeah. But you're trusting a crazy man, so remember that. Okay. We're all crazy at this point. So what are you asking me? What are the words? Yeah. Yuri Ama. Yeah, that's what it is. Yuri Ama? Yeah, I'm all. I'm all? Okay. So I'll hold my hands up this way. Wait. Alma. Alma. Like Alma. Like Alma. Of course. Again, like I said, it might not come clear through. But anyway, so I do that. Yariyama. Or slap my hands this way. And. And that's where we'll end it. No. <laughs> we got four minutes. Do I die? Nothing happens. Okay. I don't. I'm not fucking Macriat. All but right. I just because I was just wondering. Now that you've done that, I was just wondering whether the uh, um, the detransference spell might undo the uh, any any surgery that had been done by the uh, the Mimsahis <laughs> as well. Well, I didn't like to mention it. I, I would. I, I'd rather not make you. No, feel no. It's 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 a transference. So, like, if I, if say for an example, um, Eldritch got a heart transplant or something like that, it would undo that, or any sort of organs or. To to clarify, only if they had used a transference spell to to uh, transplant something. This uh, it's a counter spell. You imagine a world in which you could transplant hearts. You know yeah. what? I cast my counter spell. I wonder. The train, the front of the train, is that considered? Would that be considered a transference? Or is no. that no? Or is that that's, like a transference? Um, the manifestation. Yeah, that that's um, uh, the, the the evocation of an of an avatar. Okay, so that would be that would be kind of nice to uh, turn this train back into normal. All right, we're not done. We're not done here. Do it to do it to Frank and do it to Elizabeth, and then Elizabeth can do it to you, so that we all know. Okay, so I'll I'll do. Do I have to oh, do? Well, so you do it to everybody. No, none of you are Macriot. Okay, we're not Macriot, so I can stop being paranoid that one of you is going to stab me in the back. Okay. Now who do we go to? I think that's a good spot to stop it. Because the hunt for Macriot begins next week. Yes, it does. Cool. All right. <clears throat> Our players included Thomas McKeon, Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, and Wayne Worthy with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps a lot. 
Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We really like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>